0: When I was a little girl, I believed in fairy tales I wished my toys would come to life, and that my stories could be real And through all the noise and confusion I believed it was all an illusion The world had faded black and white Nothing seemed to be right But now I know that How it goes Is that my dreams never die As long as I keep Inside
1: The Mysteries of Cork Upper Ripple Creek Season
2: 3. (laughs) Well, Reasons 3?
1: Oh boy, I'm so excited!
2: Previously, in Series 2, Episode 9, the time distributors allowed Joe to go back to the beginning. Preparations were made, and the Bunyip set in motion the ceremony to send Joe back. It went well after a small glitch, and Joe found herself back in the classroom with Melissa. The two girls walked to the tuck shop and had a chocolate paddle-pop treat.
3: Sitting on the steps of the school tuck shop, Jo devoured a chocolate paddle-pop. The chocolate teased her taste buds as the ice cream slid down her throat, cooling her tonsils.
0: Boy, I needed that.
3: Yeah, there's nothing like a chalk fix. The girls were happy. Their essay exam was over. And the weekend
0: was almost upon them. Joe, what was that apron doing around your middle this morning? And the green bottle looked interesting. What are you up to?
4: Oh, don't worry about them. I've been experimenting with Aunt Pepper's herbs. Trying to make up some kind of magic potion to heal the world. I was in such a rush this morning and forgot to take the apron off. Got up early, you see. To muck around with my potion. Totally engrossed in it
0: all, I suppose. Joe, you talk such rubbish. That's why I like being your friend. Wouldn't it be great if there really were such a potion to heal? Just think of the possibilities. You could cure cancer, not to mention men's bones, or even make the blind see.
4: <laughs> you sound like you're reading out of the Bible.
0: Well, I don't know much about the Bible. Mom sent me to Sunday school every now and then. I'm really interested in Buddhism, though, and all the secret stuff in the world. When we grow up,
4: it would be fantastic
0: if we could just trip around like Aunt
4: Peppa. She's been everywhere in the world and knows everything about different cultures and religions. She's a walking encyclopedia on the world and its
0: people. That's all very good, Joe, but she's sort of kooky and out there. People don't take too much notice of her because they see her as an old hippie. You know, Melissa, I don't care what people
4: think. I'm really glad she is my aunt. I learn more from her than... Any of the teachers at school?
0: Yeah, well, I guess the teachers are boring at school and all they do is give us heaps of homework. They can go home and chill while we have to go home and do extra schoolwork. It's not fair if you ask me.
3: The two girls chatted about this and that, gossiping about other kids in their grade. The bell rang and it was time to return for the afternoon classes. Joe had a double science class and Melissa was on the cleaning up duty around the school grounds.
4: You're lucky, Melissa? You don't have to go inside for another half an hour. I have to deal with test tubes, smelly boys and a teacher who picks his nose.
3: Something came over Jo as she talked to her friend. Maybe Mr Parkinson, the science teacher, was a gulp of waters or slurper downs. Come to think of it, he would have to be a slurper downs as they were experienced in nose-picking.
0: Joe, I think you're the lucky one. You don't have to put up with boys slurping down their drinks and burping in your face while we clean up. And I hate picking up disgusting rubbish that stinks. Anyhow, see you later, alligator. It's off to do cleanup duty. How I love that.
3: Not... Melissa headed off towards the school oval, in a not-so-happy mood. Joe walked towards the portable classroom, shuffling along, daydreaming.
4: I wonder what Iki is doing. Maybe she's at Goldpool Waters and it Down School. Or helping her mother at home. Gee, I haven't seen Iki for a while. I hope she's okay. After school, I think I'll dash into the bush and visit Aunt Peppa.
3: The classroom was cold, plain and boring looking. Not as exciting as the bush. The desks had Bunsen burners placed on top of them. Jo wondered what on earth Mr. Parkinson wanted them to do. One thing for sure was that he always threw himself into anything he presented in class. Most days he was grumpy. Some days he was kind of weird. Jo never knew what to expect from him and was amused by his eccentric manner. She came to realise over time that scientists had an odd, gawky way about them. Mr. Parkinson arrived in a very good mood for a change, carrying a bag of ice.
4: He's bringing in ice? Could have done with that when we were all forced to sit the damn exam. It would have relieved everybody's heat exhaustion.
0: Okay, kids, pay attention. Today we are going to experiment with ice. In the olden days, steam was used to propel engines. I would like to show you how a block of ice can turn into a natural
4: energy force. How green was that? If people use steam to move their cars, that could be a help towards solving the greenhouse problems.
3: The ice was broken up and pieces put into the students' beakers over the flame. As the ice melted into a liquid, Joe was fascinated. The liquid eventually turned into a vapour, which was steam. Jo was amazed and wrote in her book, What single element can be a solid, liquid and gas? The answer was water. After the science class was over, it was time to pack up and go home. Jo was still pondering with the fact that steam might be the way to help the environment. Steam could take over from petrol. It would be cheaper and cleaner. For once, Jo felt that she had learned something from boring school. The thought of dashing into the bush once again mesmerised Joe's sense of adventure.
4: Should I change or arrive as is? Oh, blast it. I can't be bothered going home and changing out of this uniform. Anyway, Mum will still be at work, so I don't see a problem diverting into the bush for a short time.
3: She forgot about her brother, Geoffrey. Joe was supposed to look after him until her mother arrived home. Off she went, excited to embark on a new adventure, totally forgetting her responsibilities. Running down the road that led to her home, she veered across to the left towards the bush.
4: The track is somewhere here, I think. Yes, there it is. My sense of direction is getting sharper every day.
3: Jo was eager to join her friends in the bush, and a carefree nature came over her. Still, in the back of her mind, she recalled about the science lesson. The steam idea had challenged her to the point of wanting to invent something that could alleviate the greenhouse problem in the world. Maybe the Gulper Waters and the Slurpert Downs could help with her project. She needed to know more about alternative energy and thought the best way to learn is with the creatures. The story she told Melissa about discovering a potion that could heal the world made her think about the snot glue. The Gulper Waters and slurpit Downs are already
4: healing the bush with their potion. Perhaps it could be extended to the world.
3: Jo trampled through the bush looking for the familiar stepping stones across the core upper ripple creek. It wasn't long before she heard the river trickling over the rocks and smelt the fresh scent of the flowering gums. Once again, she was lulled into a relaxed and happy mood. I could try to travel into the village,
4: but it would be more fun to find my friends and walk with them. I'm sure I will be able to meet up with them by the edge of the river.
3: The slurped downs and gulper waters were at the river. In fact, they were having a wonderful time arguing as usual. I suppose they're at the creek, either
4: panning for gold or fishing. I wish my life was as uncomplicated as theirs
3: is. It wasn't long before she heard the two creatures by the creek. They were in fine form as usual arguing about fish. Don't
2: you know the best way to see if there's any fish
1: in here? Of course I do! You look for a bubble.
2: That tells you if there's any fish in the creek. You know, we haven't seen Joe for a while. Do you think she's okay?
1: Well, all I know is that Iki is sitting on the timeout mat because she disappeared without telling her mother where she was
2: going. Gosh, do you think she was with Joe and she got into mischief? After all... Joe is Iki's best friend, and they always seem to do things together.
4: How dare they assume we're always up to no good. It just goes to show, you think you have friends, and then they talk about you behind your back.
3: She stomped towards them and fell flat on her face. The two creatures jumped with fright and then started to laugh at the sight of Joe all muddy and wet. She had landed straight onto the muddy creek bank grass. Mud and heaps of green slime hung from her nose. Oozing mud dripped through her fingers, and slimy grasses stuck in and around her ears. Her face was covered in mud, and it smelt sour, altogether totally disgusting. She looked like she had been to the beauty parlour for a mud face pack. Things got even worse. Her bag and school books had rolled into the creek. All they could hear was gurgling as the bag disappeared out of sight. Oh, blast, and poop! The creatures were laughing so much that the snot started running out of the gulper water's nose. This made the Slurpit downs run to get a billy can to collect it.
1: Better out than in! Now I have a good collection of healing snot to take back to the village.
4: You give me the pip. Don't worry about the damn snot. How about helping me?
1: Why should we? You got yourself in this awkward situation spying on us. Get yourself out of the mess and don't be such a sook.
0: Sook? Look at
4: me. Mum will kill me because I'm all messy and my uniform is Ruined. Oh, hell. Where's my school bag?
2: Have you seen the film The Titanic? Or maybe The Poseidon Adventure? Your bag gave a big dive to the bottom of the creek.
4: What? Why didn't you jump in and grab it?
1: We were too busy laughing because it's hilarious. You must admit, you're a
2: funny sight. How are you going to get my
4: bag back? This is a
2: disaster. Never mind. There are ways of retrieving stuff from the bottom of the creek. But first of all, we better take you to Peppy. You need a warm bath and clean clothes. Don't want you to get a chill, and it's time to get cold. Come on. Joe was mad,
3: embarrassed, and freezing. She had been caught spying on them. Karma had hit her in the face with a vengeance. Every time she met up with the pair, she started to get grumpy. It was as if she was turning into a grumpy gulp of waters or a slurp at Downs.
4: It's not creatures in water. It's all too much for me to deal with. And to think, I was looking forward to meeting these two again.
3: It was out of the question to take a leisurely walk into the village. Joe was wet, muddy and definitely not in the mood for a stroll. They held hands and started to chant the travelling spell. The creatures used their warped imagination to sing a chant that made them laugh their sides out.
1: We are the creatures of the bush. Please travel us home and give us a push. Joe, our friend, is cold and messy.
2: Says her right, because she is becoming bossy. If we do not travel, she may unravel and totally lose the plot. And
1: she's upset about losing her bag a real lot because Joe is a big goose.
4: Very funny, you two. One day, it will be your turn to get into a mess. Don't expect me to stand around and not laugh at you. And by the way, that's terrible rhyming. Lighten
1: up, Joe. Just take it all
2: with a pinch of salt.
1: What
4: are you talking about? It's as if you're talking about fish and chips.
2: Well, if we were... It seems that we didn't catch the fish we went to get. So I don't know what we will eat for dinner.
1: Don't tease her!
2: We have plenty at the village and I'm
1: starving! So shut up and enjoy the ride!
2: Why do you always bully me? And tell me to shut up all the time. It's not nice to tell people to shut up. And anyhow... I can tease her
3: if I gulp at what it's wrong. The slurper down shook his head and took no notice of his friend. He was too interested in going home. They spun and travelled into the village with a very messed up Joe in tow. All of a sudden, with a huge thud, they landed right in front of the snot collection factory.
4: Thank goodness I didn't fall into the snot. That would have been the last straw.
3: The creatures laughed at the image of Joe in the snot pots. That would have been fantastic to see. Iki caught sight of her friend landing on the ground and ran as fast as her little legs could carry her. Where do you think you're going, Iki Slurpit Downs? Come back this instant. Oh, Mum, let me go.
5: I've been sitting on my stupid smelly mat all day. I'm sorry I took off travelling without telling you, but I proved that I could travel all by myself, didn't I?
6: There's no point arguing with you, Iki. I must admit, you did very well travelling at such a young age. But don't do it again. Only if there is somebody older than you to watch over
5: you, okay? Okay, okay, I get the message. Now, can I go see Joe? Buzz off. Don't get in anybody's way and stay in the
6: village. It's too late in the day to be wandering. Hi, Joe.
5: Oh, what's happened? You look like a drowned rat. Yuck! There's green snot coming out of your ears. That's not where snot it's comes It's not snot.
4: Of. It's disgusting slime from the creek. In fact, I don't remember such yucky stuff being near the creek.
5: It's all the pollution that's coming from the town. People are wrecking this bush with their trash. Peppy needs to organise a cleaning-up
4: party each week because humans are disgusting pigs. That's for sure. Today... I learned a lesson about alternative energy. Do you know much about that? I mean, there must be heaps of ways we can make things work without destroying the environment.
5: Yes, we know all about alternatives, but you need to worry about getting clean first.
3: Jo looked down at her shoes. They were squishy and muddy. It was going to take a miracle to clean this mess up. She wouldn't have much time left before she had to travel home. Then she remembered that she was supposed to look after Jeffrey. Oh heck, Jeff!
4: If I don't get home before he gets there, I will be grounded for weeks.
5: Mm-hmm. smelly girls really don't think about too much. they're always getting themselves in
4: trouble. Knock it off, Eki. All I need is your smart comments. Not. Anyhow, you get into more trouble than I do on a daily basis. Do you think we can travel home, Iki? Please? It's important to get home, and you are my only hope. Can't, Joe.
5: Mum's banned me from travelling out the village today. She says it's too late for that kind of activity. And anyway, you have only just got here and you haven't seen Peppy yet. After you see Peppy and get cleaned up, we can hang out together and plan what we're going to do on the weekend.
3: Joe relaxed and smiled at Iki. The day had been very long. In the back of her mind she knew that her Aunt Pepper would travel her home in time. Aunt Pepper then came out of her home. She welcomed her niece and laughed at the state she was in.
4: Don't you start making fun of me? Anybody can have an accident.
3: You are too sensitive, Joe. Lighten up and come inside for a bath. You're filthy. Joe jumped into a bubble bath that smelt sweet and soothing. She quickly calmed down and relaxed. Ikki sat in the bathroom and talked her head off.
4: Let's plan our weekend. I'm thinking of travelling to somewhere different. Who says you're allowed? I heard you got into trouble because you disappeared for a long time without permission. I don't see your mother letting you travel at all. What she doesn't know
5: won't hurt her. And she did say I could travel if I was with someone older than me. You are older, by a matter of fact.
4: You are a little scoundrel. I suppose it would be alright to travel. Actually, I have a job for you. A job? What do you mean? Is it something secret? Or or
5: do you want me to help you with something big? Well, Iki,
4: it's like this. My bag has gurgled to the bottom of the cork up a ripple creek. And it had all my books and pencils in it. Not to mention my lunchbox and other school stuff. If I don't get it back, Mum will ground me, and you know what that's like. The trouble
5: is, Joe, all the stuff in your bag will already be ruined. It's probably better to go and get everything new. My mum can't afford to go and get me new
4: stuff. It was all second-hand, anyway.
5: Hmm. It's too late to plan when and what we're going to do. Tomorrow morning, everybody will be bottling snot, so they
4: will be too busy to notice if I'm missing. Fine. So Aunt Pepper better get me home so I don't get into trouble. The last thing I need is mum on my back.
3: She came out of the bathroom all spick and span. Unfortunately, her clothes were wet and dirty. Aunt Pepper would have to organise a miracle if they were to be ready for Joe to wear home. Come and bring them to the laundry,
6: Joe. A good soak and a scrub should bring them back to life. Do you think all the sludge will come out? I'm worried that they'll be stained and green. You know, Joe, the snot glue is a great cleanser. All we need to do is rub it into the sludge spots and in no time your uniform will be as clean as a whistle. <gasps> what? You're going
4: to rub everybody's snot into my clothes? Oh, this is a disgusting disaster. Stop
5: complaining. After all, it's your own fault that your uniform is in such a mess. You should have gone home and changed before you came here. That's the trouble with smelly girls, always finding something to whinge about. Anyway, the snot is brilliant. You could say it's ultra-concentrated. We could always put a dash of lemon to give it the freshness you desire. Yes, you're right, Eki. And after all that's said and done, it's
6: biodegradable and it doesn't harm the environment. Come and sit down. Tell me what's on your mind must be something very upsetting to be making you so cranky.
4: Well, first of all, Melissa saw that I had a green bottle of snot hanging out of my school bag and that's not all. I managed to have an apron around my middle when I arrived at school. Trust me to do something so stupid. Do you think she'll cause any trouble for everybody? I told her that I was experimenting with some of your herbs, making a healing potion. Don't know if she really believed me. Oh, for
6: heaven's sake. Even if she told everybody in the town, nobody would listen. The trouble with Melissa is that she doesn't take a break to suck up air. She talks so much that people tend to turn off. Melissa is a lovely girl, but unfortunately a bit of a chatterbox. Your mother and I have talked about her constant chatter and I must admit, it does your mother's head in.
4: (laughs) So, you think everything will be alright?
6: Alright? Everything is hunky-dory. Don't get so worried about small stuff. You'll end up with stomach complaints.
4: There is another problem that needs attention. And I don't know what to do. I lost my school bag and Mum is going to kill me. I'm sure the bag can be found.
6: We will all go and look for it. Where did you notice that it was gone?
4: Well... I realised it was gone when it... sank to the bottom of the Corcup Ripple Creek. It what? Don't tell me that your school bag...
6: Probably with all your stuff in it is in the bottom of the creek. Oh, hell, you're right. There is going to be trouble when you get home. It's going to take an enormous effort to retrieve it. Your mother will have a fit. She can't afford to replace all the school stuff. I think that maybe I need to think it over with a
5: cup of tea. Smelly girls always get themselves into trouble and that's a matter of
4: fact. Shut up unless you can say something nice. It's not my fault I fell and the damn bag rolled into the water.
5: Well, who else dropped it? It wasn't me.
6: Okay, you two. Arguing isn't going to get the bag back. We need to think of a plan. You better get home as soon as possible. Let's get the clothes washed and dried. At
3: least we can have you in a decent way when you get home. It didn't take long to turn messy Jo into a clean Jo. All the stains came out of her uniform. And to Jo's surprise, the uniform looked better than ever. With a slight scent of lemon. See,
5: Slop Downs told you it would be okay. Just have to listen to me more often before you panic.
4: I didn't panic at all. So stop Slop It Downs
5: exaggerating. Okay, you two. Let's travel Jo back before she gets into more trouble. Yeah, because she's really good at doing that. Always getting into trouble. Not as smart as me, because she is human and definitely not a clever Slop Downs. Icky. You're making things worse. Be quiet while you're ahead, please. Yeah, and that's
4: a human-type fact. Well, I don't care. Anyhow,
5: I have a good joke for you. What did one firefly say to the other before he left? And I am telling you this joke before you leave, Joe, so you can see how clever
4: I am. Oh, brother, let's see. It must be easy because you were telling it.
5: It's not easy. It's it down smart, and that's all I've got to say about it. And for your information, I don't just tell easy jokes. I can tell very, very hard jokes and not a it down fact.
4: Do you want me to tell you the answer? No, because I know the answer. So there, the answer is, bye, I'm glowing now. You must have
5: started reading my mind, because it's impossible for you to know that. My mum invented it,
3: and that's a serpentown's fact, not a stupid
5: human one.
3: Joe was quickly travelled home and landed in her front yard. And just as well, as Aunt Peppa could feel an argument coming on, Iki sat and sulked and grumbled, because Joe had made her mad and knew the answer to her joke. Get over
6: it, Eekie. Sometimes humans can know the answer to a joke, and that's a peppy type of fact.
3: Hurrying along to the front door, Jo noticed green sludge covering the brick path.
4: What on earth is this doing here? Looks like somebody's been down to the creek.
3: When she got to the veranda, Geoffrey was sitting on the front step, soaking wet.
4: Goodness me, what has happened? You look like a slime monster.
3: Jeffrey was in a terrible state, drenched from head to foot, shaking uncontrollably.
4: Hi, Joe. I don't feel so well. I thought it would be fun to explore in the bush, and I fell into the creek. The funny thing was, I'm not sure how I got out. Can't you remember anything? I mean, did somebody help you out of the creek? I think I was pulled out by somebody, but the trouble is, I don't know who. It's all too fuzzy. Although it may have been an animal, not a human. Does that sound crazy
3: or what? Joe realised that it must have been a gulp of waters or a slurp at downs. Nobody else would have sounded like that description. Except the bunyip. Maybe he had wandered by and found Geoffrey in trouble. He always managed to help, then disappear when he didn't want anybody to see him.
4: Did the creature bring you home or did you walk here?
3: That's the problem, sis. I just can't remember anything. I just feel very
4: sick to my stomach. The green sludge went into my mouth and I swallowed heaps of it,
3: sis. Do you think it will kill me? The sludge looks like it's killing the creek and all of the fish.
4: I think you should be cleaned up and put to bed. Don't worry about mum. I will tell her you have a tummy ache. She doesn't need to know that you took off into
3: the bush by yourself. Geoffrey was in a mess and like his sister before him, his uniform smelt awful. Joe washed his uniform and rubbed the snot glue into each and every stain. She had grabbed a bottle to keep just in case of another river disaster. While she was rubbing the snot into the uniform, she remembered how disgusted she was when Aunt Pepper had told her of the cleaning remedy. Laughing to herself, she realised that she was becoming more or less used to the antics of the creatures in the bush. When I was a little girl. You have just been listening to The Mysteries of Cork Upper Ripple Creek audio tales based on the children's book by Australian author Susan Pease. To find out more about these stories or to purchase hard copies, please visit susan-pease.com. That's s-u-s-a-n-p-e-a-s-e dot com. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on the next magical instalment of The Mysteries of Cork Upper Ripple Creek. Listen, enjoy, and learn tips on saving the planet. That is a Slurp It Downs and Gulper Waters fact.
1: This has been a Corky's Group production, 2023. All rights are reserved. Thanks for stopping by. See you soon.